Yemunla, you're listening to Karakaramo EV, Karakaramo, the English version. Karakaramo is a podcast about the representation of the Caribbean in cinema and television. I'm your host, Patra M, and you're about to listen to a mini-sode dedicated to the Conchelle International Film Festival that will be held online from May 21st to May 23rd of 2021. Hola, ¿cómo estás? Hoy vamos a hablar de Tania Pérez y su filmo Remembering When the Clowns Came. Ajá. See, I've always said that a Caribbean podcast about Caribbean films cannot be complete if you don't get to hear voices from the Dutch-speaking countries and the Spanish-speaking countries. And this is definitely an issue we will talk about in the panel I will be moderating on May 22nd at the Conchal International Film Festival. But wait, do you know what the Conchal International Film Festival is? Here's a reminder. It's an online film festival which celebrates unique, bold, short films and screenplays written by artists from the Caribbean and the Caribbean diaspora. The theme this year is Hero Shiro. This New York-based film festival was founded by actress, playwright, director, producer, artistic director and founder of Conchal Productions, Magali Colimon. Christopher. She describes the Conchelle International Film Festival as, and I quote, a space for us to remind each other our voices are vital and essential. And I realized that this was exactly the mindset that I had when I created Caracaramo. And that's the reason Caracaramo is also one of the film festival's media partner. And that's the reason I overcame my fear of speaking English in public. I will be moderating a panel called Caribbean Films and Language, Strategies to Highlight Authentic Narratives in a Multilingual Setting. I will be discussing with Pauline Cabidoche, an audiovisual translator based in Guadeloupe and specialized in Caribbean cinema, Rachel Osborne, the founder of JulieMongo.tv, a site dedicated to promote Caribbean cinema, and Meshida Philip, a filmmaker who is also the founder of the 2061 Film Festival in Grenada. Check out the Conchal International Film Festival website and subscribe to my newsletter for more info. The links are in the description box. This special edition is about showing how these filmmakers connect their Caribbean identity to their art. In episode 1 and 2 of this special edition of Caracaramo, we talked with Nadesh Pata, director of Paris Blues in Harlem, and Crystal Adams, director of Pie Apple of My Eye. Today, we're going to talk with Tanya Pires, who wrote and directed Remembering When the Clowns Came. It's time for the Yekrik Yekrak. The Yekrik Yekrak is the segment in which I tell you the plot of the film. Remembering When the Clowns Came is a documentary released in 2019. It was directed by Tania Perez, who has Puerto Rican roots. Here's the plot. Of the film, Remember When the Clowns Came, Inside Clowns Without Borders, a short documentary about the wonderful organization Clowns Without Borders. <laughs> 
That wasn't me talking. It was Tanya Perez herself. Sometimes it's okay to shake things up a little bit. You know, when French people hear Caribbean and Spanish in the same sentence, the only country in their mind is Cuba. My point was, I feel like Puerto Rico is really not on the radar from a European point of view. I'm not even sure French people know it's in the Caribbean. Yet, Puerto Rico also has voices that deserve to be heard. So let's get right into some Caribbean connections. The Caribbean Connection segment is to discuss how a film makes me reflect on my identity as a black woman, as an Afro-Caribbean woman, as a Guadeloupian woman, and as a French woman. I ain't gonna lie, I was very puzzled the first time I watched the trailer because in my mind, the only clown figure that I had was Ronald McDonald, the McDonald's clown. Yes, I grew up in the 90s. However, the more I kept thinking about it and how I felt the clown figure seemed far away from Caribbean culture, it just hit me that it was not far away at all. When you're in the Caribbean, you get to see clowns every year during carnival. They entertain the crowd. Well, at least they used to until 2020 and the COVID-19 pandemic. So even if they don't dress the same, I feel like it's the same spirit. One of the reasons why I made this film is not only because I am a clown, but I know some incredible humanitarian clowns that have participated in Clowns Without Borders around the world, spreading laughter and light to communities that need it most. Yeah, that totally makes sense when you put things that way. Now that I feel like I have the right lens to understand Tanya's perspective, I had to ask her to describe a film in three words. Resilience, buoyancy, and hope. You'll probably hear this in the film itself, but even in the reflection of what you're seeing, there is, you know, I, I made sure that there was enough of the, what you could see is a clown putting on her outfit as part of that, um, that hope and purpose of what these folks, these, um, these three women in particular that I, that I interview, um, uh, bring to Clowns Without Borders. Um, there is a, a true purpose and, and, and hopefulness that what they're doing, bringing some comedy and some, you know, levity to a culture that probably needs it. Um, they are invited to go to these uh, towns and for the little time that they are there, they are using their magical talents to permeate throughout that town and they also get back. Um, it's, it's human connection uh, is what I see that is in my, my little doc. I see a lot of human connection so that's why I think it's, it's wonderful to see that there is hope and the positive impact these clowns give those communities. You know, when you hear documentary, people would usually think of something boring or very serious with no fun at all. That's why I think it's nice to use this genre also to shine a light 
on things that make people happy. It's nice to capture the happiness of people, the joy. Here's some cinema fun fact for you about Caribbean clowns. The first black famous entertainer in France was a clown. His name was Raphael Padilla, but his stage name was Chocolat, meaning chocolate. He died poor and sick in 1917. And why am I sharing this information with you? It's because Raphael was born enslaved in Cuba around 1865. A French biopic directed by Roche Dizem was released in 2016. Omar Sy, he's the lead role in Netflix series Lupin. He portrayed Raphael Padilla. And the film kind of erased Raphael's Caribbean roots, but I don't. So since Tanya chose a topic that seemed disconnected from her Caribbean heritage at first, but now I understand the connection, I definitely wanted to know how her Caribbean identity influences her work. I think my Caribbean culture influences all of my art because not only do I identify as Puerto Rican, but I also identify as a Puerto Rican American from the States. So I had um, um, both the cultures of what my family um, gave me, you know, everything from you know, eating rice and beans and um, having a, a huge family that was always around and celebrating um, everything that we did. But I also grew up in uh, Florida and it was, um, there was my family and then there was the outside world. While I was growing up, um, one of the biggest needs for me and the uh, the motivation, one of the biggest motivations for me to create the art that I create is to have a reflection of representation and also uh, future thinking, future thinking about how my culture can influence other cultures and other cultures influence me and hopefully that will create a lot of wonderful, fantastic stories for generations to tell. Family. Yes, I totally get it. When you live in the diaspora, family is what helps you build a sense of who you are. Family helps you stay grounded and rooted in your identity and in your culture. That's why I wasn't surprised that Tanya's first memory of a Caribbean film was connected to her family. One of my first memories of a Caribbean film is actually when I was doing research about my grandfather, who was a Barinkaneer. And it's a documentary called The Barinkaneers that aired on PBS, directed by uh, Noemi Figueroa Solet and Raquel Ortiz. Um, and when I discovered that my grandfather had this past, um, I dove right in to search out any and all information, which was very limited. This documentary, The Barinkaneers, was a gateway to understanding what he had gone through when he went over as um, a member of the 65th Infantry. I remember watching the documentary being shocked that I didn't know any of this information. My family didn't talk about this information and um, it was 
something that really impacted me so much so that I used it as the foundational references uh, for my solo show. I didn't know about the Boricuanias. I can't pronounce that. I'm sorry. Is that how y'all feel when you have to say carucaramon? I swear I had no idea the word would be so difficult to pronounce for English speakers. But it's okay if you get it wrong. I cannot say Boricuanias, but the fact that I know what it stands for makes me proud of saying it, even if I'm not Puerto Rican and even if I get it wrong. The memory Tanya shared with us just shows how powerful cinema can be. This reminds me of this documentary directed by Eusanne Palsy called Parcours de Dissident. I think the translation would be something like Journey of Dissidents. It was released in 2006 and it was about men and women from Guadeloupe and Martinique who escaped to St. Lucia in 1940 in order to fight against the Nazis during World War II. Documentaries keep a trace of what can be easily forgotten and pushed back into the shadows. So I totally understand what Tanya means when she talked earlier about showing human connections. It's definitely a reminder we all need once in a while. Thank you again, Tanya, for your time. Make sure you'll catch Remembering When the Clowns Came at the Conchal International Film Festival. Thank you for listening. You can catch up on previous episodes and read more film reviews, book reviews, music reviews on caracaramon.com. Make sure to subscribe to my newsletter and follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at caracaramon. You can give caracaramon five stars on Apple Podcasts if you want the podcast to get more visibility. Make sure to get your pass for the Conchal International Film Festival that will be held online from May 21st to May 23rd of 2021. The next episode will be with Alain Bidard, director of Reflexion. See you at Ando Soleil, Chambered.